Coming up next, nothing. Nothing. We're taking Thanksgiving off, right, Brandon? That's right. Mm, we have families. We do. We have lives. We do. <laughs> We're not just here to be your dancing monkey. Not unless you pay us really a lot. Right. Get us to that $10,000 level. Yeah, get us to the 10000 level and we will have surgery to transform ourselves into monkeys. That's not what I was thinking. I think we'd get a bunch of monkey suits and the three of us would dance like monkeys. Okay, we'll get to- uh, Surgery is $100,000. 100, yeah, okay. $100,000, we will get surgery to transition into monkeys. Yeah. And then we will dance for you. We'll also have to get dancing lessons. Yeah. So that's $100,000. What kind of dance do you think? I was kind of thinking, like, you remember the old Aladdin cartoon mm-hmm. movie? Old. It is old now. Yeah. How those guys, when they say, we do the monkey. That's 28 years old now. When they have the uh, Prince Ali song, mm-hmm. those soldiers that we do the monkey. We do the monkey. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that dance. Kind of like that. just a, an old yeah. Showtime kind of, yeah. or not Showtime, not, not, not the channel Showtime, an old showbiz kind of soft shoe kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do that. And if you get us to $10,000, then Jake will wear a monkey suit. And yes, only Jake <laughs> to do a dance for you. <laughs> well, Jake gets for not being here. That's what Jake gets for not being here. Hey, we thought we would give you a little content for Thanksgiving folks. So, but we're not doing a full episode today because we're giving people the banter that they just really adore. Mm-hmm. None of our mixed reviews lately have been because people wish there was less banter. No, no, no. Most of them have been because of our crappy content. <laughs> 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 no, did you see somebody actually did post? They just wish there was less banter. They actually really enjoy the high quality content. Yeah, I did see that somebody uh, posted that there would be wish uh, less banter uh, to that guy if he's listening, or girl, or girl. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry. Send us um, your email address, and we'll send you all the cut banter, <laughs> just <laughs> hours of it. <laughs> no, my. Uh, well, I'm not going to get, this is Thanksgiving. I'm not going to give a defense of the banter. I like the banter. Love the banter. Gotta love the banter. Be thankful for the banter. Be thankful for the banter. Yeah. Be, as you eat your cranberries in your sad, sober, banterless homes, just be thankful that you have a podcast where you can listen to some quality banter. Nathan and I, we have Thanksgiving together. So just imagine how fun our Thanksgiving dinner is. Yeah. Just because imagine. Because of the banter. Yeah. It's too bad that we don't release that as an episode. Yeah. They are pretty fun too. Yeah. It's a pretty fun day. Yeah. I remember one time we were at Thanksgiving and dinner rolls were being pitched across the table. Oh, yeah. By your father, like a football. That's right. It was exciting stuff. Yep. So literature-wise, Brandon, I was trying to think if there's a great Thanksgiving set piece in a famous novel or in a novel that, and I can think of lots of Christmases, but I don't know that there's like just the iconic Thanksgiving scene in a great book. I think you're right. I, I really can't think of one. Is there a, a non-iconic Thanksgiving scene? And I, mean, I suppose probably if you read something like Little House on the Prairie, well, I don't know if they had Thanksgiving back then, but... I think that's the problem is that really Thanksgiving is such a recent holiday mm-hmm. that like you can't really think of a Valentine's Day or scene either, right? In a book, so... No, I mean... So these American holidays, I mean, I'm sure like what's that, that one book that... Uh, oh, man... The Bible? Yeah, the Bible. There's lots of Thanksgiving meals in the Bible, Nathan. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. My brain's not working. The It's a great American novel. A lot of people like it. I've never read it. The um, It's about an f- American family. Oh, uh, Frazen? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Corrections? Fr- the Corrections. Franzen, Franzen, I wouldn't be surprised to find out there's a uh, Thanksgiving scene in that book. 
Yeah, I, I, it's one of those books. I think I own that book. I've always intended to read it, and it's just like I never have read it. I have it too. And anytime I'm about to get, read it, it's like I can think of another thing that I'd rather read than that. And life is short. Life is short, and until something's really stood the test of time, it's hard to want to give yourself to it. Yeah. I mean, I suppose we've all been happy to see Ishiguro ushered into the canon, all of us on the booking. And yeah. I suppose we're okay with Cormac McCarthy being ushered into the canon. Yeah. I wonder if he has any Thanksgiving scenes. <laughs> they're probably cold and depressing. <laughs> yeah, they're like in a, a hotel with a only the sea blinking in the vacancy light. And the mm-hmm. guy's eating alone on his bed like a um, some store-bought turkey meat mm-hmm. like a, a slice for sandwich sandwich turkey meat yeah and a and a can of cranberry sauce that he had to open with his pocket knife yeah, either that or it's a bunch of people sitting on a rock in the desert eating the flesh of one of their fellow human beings and as, as the savage sun beats down yes that too <laughs> <laughs> either one of those that's a cormac mccarthy thanksgiving <laughs> cormac <laughs> That would be an awesome, like, a calendar, a book. I think we could start a whole line of products. Yeah. A very Cormac Christmas would yeah. be good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, there's Halloween th- scenes and stories. I mean, at least people like Ray Bradbury have tried to write, write great novels involving Halloween. I don't know if we quite want to usher them into the canon, but I guess, I don't know. I don't think there is, Nathan. There's not. I mean, we could look it up on Google. All right, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So what should I put? Great Thanksgiving scenes in literature? Yeah. All right, great Thanksgiving scenes in literature. Yeah, Christmas, you have it all over the place. You have War and Peace, that great Christmas mumming scene, and then you have the scenes in... My Antonia, Antonia has that Antonia, wonderful chapter. Yep. Yeah, Christmas. Dickens has lots of Christmas scenes. I mean, you have Christmas Carol, which is just the big Christmas scene. Right, yeah. You've got full-on Christmas stories. All right. So, this is an article from the Smithsonian Magazine called Thanksgiving in Literature. Okay. And it does not just have a list. The Crucible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, let me see here. So, oh, man. Why can't every article be a listicle that I can just scan? Why do I have to actually read this okay the bassett children what's that from okay little women i sub- i guess which i've never actually just sat down and read little women i guess it's got a thanksgiving scene we should ask our wives they talked about it yes wives if you're listening call in right now 1-800 the booking 1-800 the booking i guess there's not they'd be calling if there was i don't know who they'd be calling harriet beecher stowe's 1869 novel old town folks ah that famous book. <laughs> that famous book. <laughs> the great Harriet Beecher Stowe novel that's yeah. not Uncle Tom's Cabin. <laughs> Uncle Tom's Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess there's a quote about Thanksgiving in Puddinghead Wilson by Mark Twain. Okay. I'll even read you the quote, Brandon. Thanksgiving Day. Let's all give humble, hearty, and sincere thanks now. But the turkeys. In the island of Fiji, they did not use turkeys. They use plumbers. It does not become you and me. To sneer at Fiji. It does not become you and me to sneer at Fiji. Oh, Mark Twain. He was a card. Oh, now here's one that I've always meant meant to read, but I've never read it. In fact, I don't think I've ever read, cracked a novel by this gentleman, but I sort of always feel like I should just to do my due diligence. Philip Roth in American Pastoral has a big Thanksgiving scene, apparently. Sure does. 
You've read that? Yep. Is it a great, great Thanksgiving oh, scene? Oh, it's not. If you know anything about Philip Roth, it's got everything that you would expect from Philip Roth in it. Mm, there you go. I can take a guess what that might mean. Uh, the Ice Storm, another semi-classic new something that I've never read, has a Thanksgiving scene. Ooh, that's it. Who's it by? The Ice Storm. Ice Storm is by Rick Moody. Oh, uh-huh. I know it more as a movie. It was an Ang Lee film, so. The Ice Storm was an Ang Lee film? Yeah. Really? In the 1994. Mm. <laughs> Look at that. I got an old cinema scholar over here. Old cinema scholar himself. Literature's eight most dysfunctional dinners. Okay, Richard Ford has a Thanksgiving scene, apparently. Huh. Rick Moody and the Ice Storm. It's listed there again. Let's see if we've actually even heard of any of these. A.M. Holmes. I don't know if this stuff counts as literature. Oh, that's it. So the Ice Storm. It sounds like it's the Ice Storm. Yep. If the ice, so we'll have to review the Ice Storm one Thanksgiving. Yep. Go read the Ice Storm right now, folks. It's got the booking guarantee. Turn off the podcast. Mm-hmm. Go read the Ice Storm to your family over Thanksgiving dinner. Don't let them leave. Lock the doors. Mm-hmm. Turn out the lights except one candle in front of you. Mm-hmm. Stare them in the eyes the D- whole time. Do not turn out that candle. Yeah. And just read the ice storm. And just read the ice storm. Performance Thanksgiving art. That's right. Of the finest. And if you do it, take some selfies and send them to us. Yeah. We will post them somewhere. With What's the hashtag? Hashtag. Thanksgiving ice storm. Uh-huh. Thanksgiving ice storm. <laughs> Thanksgiving ice storm lock-in 2020. Yeah. There we go. Thanksgiving ice storm lock-in 2020. That's one ice word, storm. No hyphens. Yeah. No, one word. No hyphens. <laughs> Ice Storm Thanksgiving Lock-In 2020. Oh, we're switching it up? No, Thanksgiving Ice Storm Lock-In 2020. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Ice Ice Storm Storm. Lock-In 2020. (sighs) We did it. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Brendan, the thing that we're really thankful for is obviously each other. Yeah. And lots of great things. We're thankful for Jake. We are. Even though he's not here. (sighs) He was devoured by a turkey. (laughs) The turkey got him first. The turkey got him first, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Kick my chair. I was so delighted. <laughs> By the table. You know, Jake, he's been he was he was raising a monster turkey. Nobody loves Thanksgiving more than Jake. That's right. And so he was doing some genetic experiments trying to raise the ultimate turkey, but he got so close. I mean, it, technically he succeeded. He did raise the ultimate turkey. The problem is uh, turkey stuff, Jake. Yeah. The tables, the Thanksgiving tables were turned. Yeah. It was awful. Terry sent us some pictures of what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. I really want, I need to block that <laughs> turkey's number. <laughs> he was also uh, like in Jurassic Park with the, I've never seen this, but apparently the velociraptors become like almost intelligent, like human mm-hmm. sentient. Is oh, and right? then like the newer, newer yeah. ones. Yeah. That was also the case with this turkey because famously birds are dinosaurs. Famously, so, birds are dinosaurs. You come to find out turkeys are descended from velociraptors. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Birds are dinosaurs. So if you don't read The Ice Storm over Thanksgiving dinner, I do hope someone at least looks at someone as they <laughs> raise a turkey leg to their mouth and say, Eat her! Eat her! Did <laughs> 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 you like that, Nathan? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Well done. Bravo. Huh. What are the other great lines from Jurassic Park that people can say? I guess if your kids are trying to come in, like you're, they've, you sent them outside to play football or something and they're trying to come in, you can say, 
I told you we should have put locking mechanisms on the doors. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Welcome to Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Welcome to Thanksgiving dinner. Do turkeys have butts? And do we eat those butts? Because you could tell someone, hold on to your butts. That's right. As they were eating. As you have a cigarette hanging out your mouth. As you have a yeah. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow, did, did Samuel L. Jackson just came, come into this room? What an amazing impersonation. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> it's me, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Uh, I guess I can't do a real impression of Samuel Jackson because that would be not booking appropriate. No, that would be cancel culture appropriate. Yeah, we get canceled. We get canceled. <laughs> we haven't already been canceled for <laughs> all the other things we've done on this podcast. But I, uh, uh, no, the thing that we're really thankful for is Brandon's literary career. Actually, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot that's what we're talking about. <laughs> we wanted to tell people about. <laughs> so Brandon. I think we've probably talked about this somewhere on the podcast proper. We've certainly talked about it a lot on Instagram videos and stuff like that, and maybe behind the paywall, but let's just start from scratch in case people haven't heard. Brandon, of course, writes poetry. Yeah. Uh, We've mentioned it before. We mentioned it on the Lit Criticism episodes Mm -hmm. because I wrote some poems for that. Yeah, which you can can currently find on our Instagram account. You can also find them on... Brandon's Instagram account that he maintains with another fine fellow called at Nate and Brandon draw and write. Nate and Brandon draw and write. And you'll notice in that formula that the eponymous person who writes is Brandon. That's right. And that's because Brandon writes poetry. I do. I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. You want me to tell the people? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so I've sent out some of my poems and I have two upcoming publications and some magazines. One, a children's poem out, it's a children's magazine, obviously, they're publishing a children's poem. Mm-hmm. It's out of Ireland called The Caterpillar, Yeah, which is pretty fun. People have heard, actually heard us talk about Shakespeare and Company, the bookstore in Paris. Yeah. my This magazine will be in Shakespeare and Company, which is probably my favorite fact about all of this. So we, For all of our Parisian listeners, yeah. we need to get a picture of that, I think. If anybody's in Paris and can get us a picture of that, that would be awesome. But it'll also be all over London, uh, England and Ireland, mm-hmm. mainly. <laughs> but you can also get a copy like at a bookstore if you happen to be in Boulder, Colorado or New York City. They're carried there. Or you can order one online at thecaterpillar.com. <laughs> I think it's what it is, a Caterpillar magazine. You can and and this will be the, the first quarter of... Yeah, it's the winter, winter magazine. The winter magazine. So it's the one that's coming up. And then uh, I also have another one that is pretty fun wait brennan do my ears deceive me you, you've got one thing published yeah i've got another one coming you've up you've got too. another thing published yeah. and this is one that actually might be in a magazine that some of our listeners have coming to them and so if any of you subscribe to first things mm-hmm. i have a christmas sonnet appearing in one of their editions i don't know which one exactly yet i'm imagining probably one fairly soon since it's a christmas sonnet mm-hmm. they've accepted it and they're going to put it in one of their editions that's coming up so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and we will provide more information because we want to mobilize the booking base. Obviously, all of our Parisian and London listeners need to buy out the Caterpillar. Which we know we have in England. We have listeners in England. That's absolutely right. Your Majesty, order like at least three copies. I think you can afford them. Yes, sir, Nathan. <laughs> right on. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Thank you for calling me, sir, as I've requested. <laughs> so, yeah, and first things, obviously, we, we want... The, these magazines to be swept off the shelf so that publishers cannot help but take note of Brandon Chastain yeah. and think, if we, if we publish his poetry, then we'll make more money. 
which obviously, as we all know, is what the first things is in the business to do. They want to make that make green. that no. <laughs> Hi, uh, Garrick Davis, if you're listening. <laughs> Go out and read some of his poems too, because he's the the editor of First Things who kindly accepted my poem. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, no, Brandon is now a published Irish poet. That's right. Published Irish poet. A published Irish poet. Right up there with Yeats and Joyce. <laughs> oh, I mean, those guys wish. They wish that they could reach your Yeats. Not so much, but yeah, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jo- no, no. <laughs> Joyce wishes that he yeah. could write poetry like you. <sighs> Yeah, I'm, it's 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 strange. I'm, this has been something I've wanted to do since I was a little kid, and that's not actually exaggerating. So it's 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 a little bit surreal. It doesn't feel like it's actually something that's happened, but it's fun. Yeah, it's so. really cool. And and by the way, one of these poems is a children's poem, and the other one is a sonnet. Yeah. If I'm mistaken. So what I've tried to do with poetry recently. So, you know, every poet has to try to find a project that they're interested in. Mm -hmm. So one thing I've been trying to do is I really love kind of the narrative poetry style that's very subtle. So Seamus Heaney, Dr. Fairchild, who was actually a teacher of mine. So Mm -hmm. obviously I got influenced by him for the better or for worse, people can find out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But also I really love formal poetry. And so I try to marry the two. Right. So there you go. I have been privileged to read both of these poems. I think they're both wonderful. I think you'll really enjoy them, folks. So seek them out. And you know, maybe you'll read them and you'll never want to listen to our show because you'll be like, if this is the kind of crap this guy writes, then <laughs> I don't want to listen to him anymore. <laughs> Why do I want to hear his thoughts on anything? And since we're talking about Thanksgiving, Nathan, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm very thankful for your friendship because uh, by nature, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to get out there and share his creative work. But Nathan has been very supportive and encouraging. And so it was nice to, one of the first people I went to was Nathan with my stuff mm-hmm. to get to get his advice on it. And it was because he didn't outright tell me I was, it was crap. No. <laughs> I decided to. <laughs> I had to subtly imply that it was crap. And I just chose to ignore it mm-hmm. and pretend that he loved it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Brandon's a good poet and he's only gotten better. Yeah. I'm excited about this. I, I hope uh, many more poems from Brandon will be published yeah let's hope so we'll see various publications but you can support us on instagram i've got a project right now with good friend nate crumb we're in the process of seeing if we can't get a children's book published so Mm -hmm. yeah that's the other thing that's really exciting Uh, actually where 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 i really first saw so i I had read some sonnets and stuff which are which were great but then brandon really flowered into quite a good children's poet just he knows how to do that. And that's a difficult thing. It's an easy thing to do poorly. It's an easy thing, I would say, even to do kind of mediocrely, to do kind of your own little Dr. Seuss riff, but actually sort of to actually enter into the conversation with your Edward Lears and your T.S. Eliot's and your things like that. Uh, Maybe it sounds like I'm uh, blowing smoke, but Brandon writes stuff that's like that. And I, I really like it. Not, not, directly derivative or ripoff but of that caliber i think um and and so i love it i think brandon's a good children's poet i appreciate that which is a difficult thing to do so definitely pick up that caterpillar he's also a good sonnet writer and a good uh thing and you're a good thing thing. (laughs) you're a good thing too (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I had a little alarm going off in my head that was like too sentimental. <laughs> pull, pull up, pull up. <laughs> you, you saved it, Nathan. <laughs> You're a good a, thing, old sport. I am a giant orange rock that is sentient, so I'm the thing as well. I don't think we've pointed that out to people before. No, you are a giant orange rock. Well, Brandon, I'm looking forward to eating some smashed and or smashed potatoes with you. Yes. And I mean right now. I that's Yeah, we got a huge bucket of got it right a, here. We got a it's actually just the bucket. <laughs> we're gonna throw it to some pigs. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna eat it instead. <laughs> we decided to eat it instead. Yeah, we just had a bucket of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> We, asked, we like to use chicken legs as our spoon. So we'll mm-hmm. just dip the chicken leg in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have one collective spoon. Oh, yeah. We could only choose one chicken leg. So, um, and, and this leg, by the way, is attached to a chicken. It's very unhappy. Yeah. No, it's not like a fried chicken leg. No, 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 no. It's We're just monsters. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should definitely support those things. We'll, we'll, we'll try and provide uh, more like pertinent information when it's available as to go Grab this thing. It's available right now. That's right. I will let you guys know. And one of these days on Instagram at the booking, me and Brandon are going to read some of our own poetry. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Because usually we read people like Poe and was recently and we, we did Yates and we have another upcoming show, which I need to get up. Mm-hmm. That was Longfellow, right? No, uh, Tennyson. Tennyson, yeah. Tennyson, we got that coming up. But we've decided to finally ditch those losers and, and do some real quality right. some, sometimes. So. Ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm afraid a lot of my poetry, I could only get it published in Worst Things. Oh, man. Nathan, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving, folks. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope that you enjoy it and... Eat some ham or turkey. Yeah. And some pumpkin pie. Yeah. And corn. Yep. Yams. Yeah. Sweet potato. Uh huh. These are all Thanksgiving foods. These are all Thanksgiving foods. <laughs> Green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. Stuffing. I hope there's one of those cornucopia things. Yeah. And there's a bunch of food kind of spilling out of it. That would be fun. And you just dive your fat face into it. And just eat the cornucopia. And just eat the cornucopia itself. Yep. This is what we both desire for you. Yep. <laughs> this is our, our best wishes for you. <laughs> Your face is not fat, listener. <laughs> okay. Well, me and Brandon can agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> All right. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week for... What are we reading this Christmas? Oh, Dune. Ooh, Dune. Dune. Dune, Dune, Dune. Dune, 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 Dune. It was going to be related to the movie, but now the movie's not coming out because of COVID, so... Yep. (laughs) Okay. Bye.